Welcome to another episode of Here to Save You. Um, in this episode, uh, you have all three of us uh, hosts on here, me, Tessa, we have Annie, and we also have Ellen. And um, we have a guest episode that we're just pushing back a week because uh, we wanted to just take a pause for a moment. Yeah, we wanted to at least acknowledge um, the t- several tragedies that have befallen all of us recently on a national and also probably global scale. Um, yesterday I taught a class and I was 10 minutes late because my Zoom kept crashing my computer. And so I got to class and felt really rushed. Like I had to immediately start, um, you know, giving them their lesson. And halfway through, I was like, you know, this feels so weird to just push on ahead as though nothing is going on, as though nothing has happened. And I'm not, you know, I haven't cried about 24 times in the last 24 hours. So I like took a deep breath and was like, oh, also, by the way, you know, things have been especially terrible this week, just so grim, so gruesome. So I think that that's kind of what I wanted to do here is just uh, take a minute to say we know that we're obviously not the people to speak on this, but, you know, we're all parents, we're all writers and citizens, and we wanted to just um, say that this is coloring, you know, every conversation we have right now, what happened in Uvalde, Texas, and also in Buffalo and California, um, and the lack of public health um, around gun control in this country. Yes. I don't know how you two have parented any different this week. I feel like it has really affected my parenting a lot this week. When I, I mean, that, that night that Uvalde happened and I gave Louisa, you know, kiss good night. It was really hard to think about how many people weren't ever going to get to do that again. I mean, I was like crying into her hair and trying, you know, pretending that I wasn't because if she's too, it's too hard to explain that kind of cruelty and, and violence. But I feel like I've really tried to memorize the feel of her in my arms this week in a new way that I haven't done since she was a newborn and, um, respond to her with like more patience than I sometimes do. So I don't know if either one of you feels like you've been you know, sort of in an altered state with your parenting too. It certainly happens. I think, yeah, for me, um, you know, Leela is only, she's not quite four months old now. And so um, I've been pretty consumed in the just sort of new baby world with her and um, you know, until a few days ago, we hadn't had a school shooting in her lifetime. Uh, And so I hadn't ever kind of been a parent in the age of thinking about that in a a personal level, obviously horrified in a, in a much more, um, in in a, you know, less direct way, I guess. But uh, I was thinking about it. And um, I mean, there's just, I don't know, it just feels unimaginable. um, The, the grief, the the thing that I kind of keep getting stuck on is uh, all of the parents outside the school when the violence was happening, trying to figure out what was going on. And there was like one story about uh, a dad who just was like, just let me in there. Just let me in, like, just let me in. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, there's, there's, I don't think there's anything to say that lots of people haven't already thought about or, or um, kind of, grieved but uh it just yeah it's just shocking and also not shocking which is the really messed up part yeah I don't really have a lot to add other than 
I, I mean, I told Ellen and, and Tessa a couple months ago, I was just cleaning the house and just thinking about random stuff. And I thought so suddenly, you know, just, I guess sometimes you think about things while you're in like automatic mode. Um, and so I just suddenly thought, you know, what if Sandy Hook happened again? And, and I just had to conclude that like, that there's, that there wasn't, that, that there's not, that evil like that wasn't going to happen again, that it was, I was too evil, but obviously there's plenty of evil. I taught at UCSB during a mass shooting um, in 2014 when um, somebody came and was, came to Isla Vista, the little town around UCSB and was really um, angry at women in particular. And so shot up a sorority house and a lot of other people. Anyway, so I feel like because I have been so close to a mass shooting and had students in my class that quarter who lost friends, um, it's like, I sort of don't let myself go there um, when I read it in the news. It's like, I really have to just be like, wow, that is horrible. And I really can't read too much about it because it's just like, I know how terrible it is. Um, and this one, it was like, there was just no way to, to do that. It was, I don't know, I got really stuck in the doom scrolling, which is something I usually don't let myself do because I don't think it's um, helpful to feel worse when there's just nothing that I can do. Uh, yeah, so that was really horrible. I guess it just brings back a lot of sort of uh, you know, triggering feelings about living through a, a mass shooting, mm. but, but with, with children, with babies, it's, it's just more than you can bear. So there was, um, something I saw, I think it was actually from Emily officers, uh, week, like newsletters that go out or whatever. And, and maybe this is, yeah, this, this felt helpful to me just, um, that it is that we kind of get directed pretty quickly after these events toward um, anger and action, which is which is great and useful. Um, but something she said that kind of stuck with me is like uh, just allowing space for the grief and and like not necessarily feeling like 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 what you're just saying, Ellen. Like if 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 sometimes you need to just sort of pause in the sadness of it before taking action or before, I mean, whatever that even looks like, but, um, but allowing just the kind of sadness to be part of the experience too is, is fine. And we're, we have like a pretty grief phobic culture, um, with a lot of discomfort around that topic and that space. And, and so kind of pushing back against that, I think that was helpful. Yeah. I kind of think wherever people are with it is, is understandable because the other thing that's so hard to realize is that just nothing's going to change that no matter how we feel about it or how much we engage or don't engage or protect ourselves from it or you know doom scroll or whatever um it doesn't matter i don't feel any hope this week the only i tweeted something today about how the only thing the only hope that any of us can have is just that it won't happen to us God, that's so sad and bleak. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. So here's just like a little love out through the radio waves toward anyone listening and feeling whatever you're feeling. Um, thanks for allowing us this space to kind of just talk through this together. And um, we'll be back soon with more episodes. And for now, just hold tight. <laughs>